chapter 45 he began to talk about Jesus Christ tonight I want to talk about Jesus Christ in Psalm 45 take your seat says my heart is indicting a good matter so this verse is a recitation from meditations contemplations on spiritual things then these revelations came to him I realized that the Old Testament they knew how to worship God They knew how to worship God. Imagine somebody just contemplating on God and these words start coming out of his mouth. He doesn't even understand what those words mean. But he knew certainly that he was saying something. And he says, my heart is overflowing with a good thing or my heart is indicting a good matter. Then he says, I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. Give me the new King James. He said, I recite my composition concerning the king. So he knew that there was a king coming. He has not seen the king, has not met the king. But his heart was able to relate to the knowledge of the fact that there is going to be a king. Then he says, my tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. In other words, I was speaking as if somebody is reciting something to me and I'm writing it. It's like somebody says, take, write the following. My heart is in that. Then as he starts, he starts, my tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. Then he says, verse 2. This is what he began to say. He said, you are fairer than the sons of men. 
Now, in the Bible, when they say fair, it actually means beauty. Not complexion. It's beauty. He said that he so contemplated on this king that when he saw the king, he was not a normal human being. All human beings are born of women. This is a unique human being. So he called, you see, I've told you about the language of similarity or similitude. When you cannot have words enough to describe it, you describe it in relation to something that can be described. So it looks like, doesn't mean it is. It looks like dog, doesn't mean it is dog. In other words, it appears like the way dogs appear. So when he saw him in his spirit, he said he was more beautiful than men. Jesus Christ. Because men are born in corruption. This one had no corruption in him. He was more beautiful than men. Even in appearance, there was no blemish in him. That's why I said the language of beauty is moderation. Beautiful person is somebody who does not have too big of something or too small of something. That's beauty. So if your cheeks are bigger than the standard cheeks, you have gone beyond bar. And if your cheeks are smaller than the standard cheeks, that one too you have gone below bar. <laughs> So when he said that somebody is beautiful, he has enough of everything. And I realize a lot of people don't match this. To the Lamb upon the cross. In other words, Jesus didn't have big eyes. He didn't have small eyes. He didn't have big mouth. He didn't have small mouth. He didn't have big head. He didn't have small head. He was not too tall. Neither was he too short. He was not big. Neither was he slim. He was more beautiful than the fairest of all men. You're the longing of my heart. The desire of my life. You are sweetness to my soul, Jesus. Yeah, you are Jesus. So I praise you when I worship. You mean all the world to Jesus, 
look at the next verse. He says, you are fairer than the sons of men. Then he says, grace is poured on your lips. When you study the gospel, you know that Jesus was different. You see, the Bible is actually in pages. I don't know which page you are. But there is the page of the letters. There is the page of the prophets. That is when you see every verse in the Bible as a prophecy. There is the page of the teachers. There is the page of the kings. That's when you see every verse in the scriptures as an instruction. Where the word of the king is. There is power. There is a page of the servants. That is when you come to see how men conducted themselves in the scriptures. Like the Psalms we are reading is a contemplation of David. David was a prophet. They will come to Moses and say, Moses, this and this, who is wrong? Moses said, this one is wrong. This one is right. When they bring a matter to Christ, he does not tell who is wrong. This woman is caught in adultery. Should we kill her? We should leave her. He said, which of you have not committed sin? He's not interested in who is right, who is wrong. Look at Paul. Paul always threw himself to death. Paul always, he was always in trouble. We never found out about Christ. They will pick stones to stone him. And he's gone. Look at prophet Elijah with his mantle. Hey, River Jordan, push! And it opened. Moses, he lifted his sword, stretched it, the sea parted. Elisha, Lifted it. So where is the God of my father? Pass. Daughter open. Jesus said, this is wrong. Just walk on it. Just, just walk on it. Just walk on it. Don't make it too. He, Jesus had. A, 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 he, he simplified things. The man was too wise. And when he speaks. Oh. 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 When he speaks. When he speaks. Palace, I find no fault in him. Elohim, Eloi, Eloi, Lamasa. They said, No, this was the Son of God. This was the Son of God. He says, Is this not the Son of the carpenter? Are not his siblings here with me? Where did he get this wisdom from? Oh, I love Jesus. If Jesus was on this, our head. Like he made it look too simple. Like, ah. Look at his healings. I have nobody to, Do you want to be well? 
Who is sick? That doesn't want to be. He knew that's not everybody who wants to be well. Do you want to be well? Just go. Look at the woman of Canaan, the Syrophoenician woman. Her daughter was demon possessed. Came to Jesus Christ. The Bible said he so terrorized the disciples of Jesus that they became tired of her and told Jesus to sack her. And Jesus will not talk. He turned to the woman and said, Woman, what do you want me to do? Then the woman said, Help me, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon possessed. So you can't give the food for the children to dogs. And I wish there is a discourse on this. The people who entered the promised land from Egypt and made it to the promised land were only two. Moses died on the way. One was a Jew, one was a Gentile. Joshua was a Jew. The name Caleb actually means a dog. And he said, What I know? But the dogs do not wait for their sons to finish eating. As they are eating crumbs who fall on the ground. Jesus said, I've not seen faith like this. Your daughter is well. He didn't say that I, I, I pray for that. Then the Bible said, from that moment, her daughter was made well. Jesus spoke differently. He said, foxes have holes, bears of the air, they have their nest. The son of man has no place to sleep. And yet he never spoke as a beggar. In the face of death, he said, you can't kill me unless I give you power to do that. What man is this? Grace is poured on his lips. That man of Galilee.
drink my blood. You have no life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The recitations of the eternal Emmanuel. Grace, grace, grace. got up again and asked again who are you seeking he says Jesus he says I am here therefore let these ones go it was different when they felt that he could have made them stay there but he knew that was the time he never threw himself to death he was too much We've seen Paul in glory, Peter and Koba. He was way ahead. His things too were very simple. Very, he doesn't complicate things. And I love the, the questionings and the answers. But the time the Pharisees left him, they all went to tell themselves, that guy is more than us. So he taught as a man with authority. And they were wondering, where did he get the authority from? What I love is, has it not been written? And everybody becomes quiet. Forget these type of songs. They are for strategic times. Nothing in this world could satisfy. Jesus, you're the God. Oh, my days on earth, I will away. Oh 
treasure of my heart and the love of my soul. In my weakness, you are merciful. Redeemer of my past and present wrong. Jesus, you're the owner of my future days to come. Your presence is heaven to me. that God gave to Jesus. <laughs> we are coming to see the blessings of his garments. The blessings of his possessions and the blessings of his authority and power. Are you interested? It's a long time we spoke like this. Tell yourself, I love Jesus. Verse 3. It says, Guard your sword upon your thigh. Oh, mighty one. With your glory and your majesty. Maybe you might not understand what this verse. So just 
draw their sword. They don't guard it on their ties. In other words, <laughs> you are going to walk in victory without fighting. That was the first blessings. You are going to win war without. He says, guard it on your ties. Don't even remove it. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. Then he says, with your glory and your majesty. Next verse. Verse 4. In your majesty, right? <laughs> Take over the city without fighting. Sit on your horse. Ride prosperously. Why? You are going to win by truth, by humility, and by righteousness. These are going to go to war for your sake. Humility is a garment in the realm of the spirit. It's a garment you wear. And that garment is what the weapons of the enemy come. It's like bulletproof. When that garment is put on you, you win without fighting. <laughs> Pray for those who hate you and spitefully use you and are against you. That prayer is a prayer of humility. Love those who hate you and pray for them. That love is a garment of humility. It says, when you love your enemies, you shall heap coals of fire on their head without fighting. Many people are not used to this garment. To the garment of humility. The humility that says, I don't know, teach me. He says, if you hide your sin, the Lord will not delight you. What does that mean? You need to be humble enough to say that. The Lord, I don't know Excel. Please teach me. But hiding the fact that you don't know Excel will not make you prosper. There are wives who can't ask their husbands for help. They are too big. There are husbands who can't ask their wives for help. They are too big. But certainly one needs to learn from the other. I'm hearing so many songs, like, like 10 different songs being sung together in my ears. Together. It's, the, it's like the, all of them singing different songs. Hey, Rati, oh, yeah, Rati. I don't hear another one. Like that, mixing my. Oh Lord, thank you. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, I love Jesus. Yeah. 
that they eternally the same as a song in heaven. Oh, how I love Jesus. He first loved me. At this your age, you can't forgive. Hey, sister, what Pilate ask on our behalf, by behalf. He says, Are you the king of the Jews? Then you also ask. You say you are the way, the truth. What, what is truth? Truth is not an idea, it's not a concept. Truth is a person. Truth actually means reality. To Christ, everything on its head is a facade. It's a phantom. He is the only thing that is real. Truth is the reality of God. 
Let me show you what is truth. Truth means consciousness of God. Lie. <laughs> if you are with God, you do that. No, no. When you were in primary school, when you were working with your elder brother who was thick tall, did you panic like that? You are not in truth. Truth is when you walk knowing that God is with you. This is something you can't fake. Truth is not a confession. It's a relationship with reality. So when you say you know truth, you know God is with you. I don't know if I've been plain enough. the way, the truth in your life. So when you are talking about the presence, actually it's Christ because he's the truth. Now if you know the truth, the Bible says it will make you free. Free from what? When I saw boldly written behind the car, Jesus is the answer and I asked myself, what's the question? have done foundational school, I think I have asked that question. If it's the answer, what's the question? It was a car so boldly written behind. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Whenever you are afraid, it means you're not walking in truth. Whenever you are sad, it means you're not walking in truth. Whenever you panic, it means you're not walking in truth. Whenever you become anxious, it means you're not walking in truth. Whenever you doubt the power of God, you're not walking in truth. Whenever you wonder how can it be, you're not walking in truth. Whenever you wonder how will it be done, you're not walking in truth. Truth means you know that it is and it will happen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The path you are afraid to walk on one day, you'll be lying there. Relaxing. 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 Beware of a man who is not afraid. He's dangerous than the world. Nothing scares him. Not even dead. A man who is not afraid of troubles is somebody you should be afraid of. Imagine you're married to a lady who doesn't, who's not afraid of troubles. She can leave you. She will get broken heart, but she's not afraid of broken heart. She will get lonely, she's not afraid of lonely. She will be sad, she's not afraid of being sad. She will drag you into it, 
and enjoying it while you are suffering it because he is used to it. She is not afraid of it. Some of the things that you are afraid of, some people are afraid of it. That's called truth. They that worship God must worship Him in truth. It's a consciousness in truth. In truth. Last week, this young man here, he came to see me with his brother that you are going to do something. Why was it? Surgery for appendicitis. Yeah, appendicitis. Yeah. So we went for review on Friday and we were told that there's nothing wrong. Something in They came here that they are going to do that. The guy has severe pains. And I said that they should let the guy finish the exams. And they said, the doctor said they can. And I said, let him finish. When they went on Friday to check, they said there's nothing wrong with you. Last week we were standing here. I said, if you are sick in no part were you not afraid? You were not. What if the girl that says she can't read without her glasses no? You tell her to read and she's able to read. It didn't occur to me because I'm walking in truth. Anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Say, call me in times of trouble, I will answer. You no, know, you see, when you become a mature believer, you can't tolerate it. You wonder why. There's nothing there. Go. Is the Bible says that the lazy man says there's a lion outside. She will not, he will not go out. There's no lion there. We are coming from there. And still he's afraid. Maybe out there find a way who is it a demon out upon his hand? Lion of Judah. A demon yanka no yanka ever punch up on.
I don't know if we can end here. shall teach you all some things. I'm closing. I'm closing. Your arrows are sharp. Now, this right hand and how it will teach is a whole subject. Because at his right hand are pleasures, life forevermore. Say, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. So the right hand is the place of the Lord's rest. We are a revelation to the heavens. Because the right hand is our place. What is happening on this earth? The Lord is glad. Out of the mouth of babes and suckling infants, He has ordained power. he's sitting, we are working. In his resurrection, the scarf on his head was folded, but the garment of his body was lying down. Meaning his work is done because he's the head. But the body continues the work. So as he sits down, he's observing the work of the body. And he's teaching wondrous things. But to us, the spirit has been given by measure. 
to each has been given a measure. Then he said, Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Hmm. Now, we are the arrows of God. I'm showing that we have seen the power of his majesty. He's not fighting, he's winning. That we are seeing the power of his servants. Because the, the glory of a king is in the mouth of his people. Now, we are part of the blessings of Christ. If you read on, you will see it. So he's now demonstrating to us how much Christ is blessed by having us. We are the reward of his labor. We were what Christ died for. Everybody goes to work for a salary. We are the salary of Christ. Say your throne, O God, is forever and ever. No, oh, this throne. He said it is called the throne of David. Yet it's an eternal throne. And he says, righteousness is the scepter of that throne. The scepter is the rod of authority. In other words, his authority is not bequeathed as a gift. He labored for it by his blood. He's coming to show us how he obtained that scepter. Verse, verse 7. He says, number one, you love righteousness. Two, you hated wickedness. Three, God anointed you with gladness. Look at the next verse. Then he said, your garment is scented with men. What is men? Men means sufferings. It's a resinous gum, yellowish. Mostly they use it for, uh, it burns with smoke, then incense, incense. It's a symbol of burnings of sufferings. So when you pass by Christ, one of the perfume you smell is suffering. A man full of sorrow, acquainted with grief. Full of sorrow. That was one of his reward. When God blesses you, one of the things that blesses you with sufferings. bless your children with a lot of suffering. Taking them to school is a lot of suffering. Are you not a father? Are you not a father? And what does a father does? Father chastises. So what son is there whom a father does not chastise? When you are taking your children to school, it's suffering. They should have slept in the house. But they have to go and sit down and rack their brains to solve calculus so that they can become doctors. So when you pass by a medical doctor, you smell sufferings of many readings. If you see an engineer, sufferings of many readings. But these are earthly. 
when you smell Christ, you see sufferings of many beatings. Even, even, even we who are his reward, the pains we take him through. Imagine if your beloved leaves you, you get broken heart. You can count how many broken hearts Jesus suffers in a day by how many believers who are his wife that leave him. So the garments of Christ ascended with men. If you have never gone through suffering, God cannot use you. He says, if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you have not come to maturity of sonship. You are nephews. If we are without chastening, small hunger, you don't want to enter into the ministry. Small hunger. It is the basis of the core. He says, if salt loses its saltiness, it is good for nothing. The beauty of your ministry is how much of the cross you carry, not how much you escape. Some of you are escaping many crosses. Some of you are waiting. Boys, that they will not help you. Leave them. Say, Pastor, it will not be easy. That's part of the cross. His cloth. This is the, the, the blessings of Christ. His garments are scented with men. They will come to alloys. One of the first signs of alloy is bitterness. The many grievings, grieving. There's a difference between bodily affliction and the grievings of the soul. Paul said it. What comes upon me daily? The care and concern for the churches. He said, brethren, I wish that all Israel be saved. He said, I wish I am a test. Israel seeking for their own righteousness have not obtained the righteousness of God. You join, you are a pastor small, your striker leaves you and you, you start cursing. <laughs> uh, welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. What son is there whom a father does not chase he said, we have had earthly fathers who chastised us as sin based unto them. Shall we not submit to the father of all spirits? Now, when he was talking about earthly fathers, he identified them by the beatings they have given us. They said, shall we not submit to the father of heaven? That means he's going to beat us. He says, this is a rock. If you fall on it, it will break you. Now, if you make a mistake and it falls on you, that one, it will grind you into powder. Brokenness. Brokenness. 
unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it says, it abides alone. Fruitfulness is in death. A Christian should not be afraid of difficulties. They are our food. No matter the angle it comes from. You think everybody is okay like that? Now, if you are to even look at issues, like some of us will not come to church every Sunday. Paul said, if we are beside ourselves, it's unto God. And if you are of a sound mind, it's unto you. Paul became a madman. Agrippa said, many, many studies have made you mad. Paul, who bought a water? Paul, who bought a water? At a point, David had to become a madman, spitting on himself. They brought him to the king. He said, why have you brought to me a madman? Difficult is the way. Narrow is the gate. Difficult is the way. This is what has made Christ Christ. When they say the passion of the Christ means the sufferings of the Christ. Pastor, what are these sufferings you are talking about? Blessed are you when men persecute you. For great is your reward in heaven. Blessed are you when men spitefully use you and are against you. And that place is for pastors. If you're a pastor, you'll be hated, you'll be used. Church members will use you. But I say you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. So behold, the end of the righteous is peace. Casia was one of the ingredients for the compound ointment. Oh, then he says, out of the ivory palaces. The ivory is the task of the elephant. It is used as a weapon of war. But must be used carefully. It's piece of the kingdom. Horns are speaking of kingdoms. It says, all of these together have made you glad. How can suffering make somebody glad? See, if you have not suffered before, gladness is meaningless. Now, respect. How many of you eat has the cocoa in the evening? Even if you don't have money, you don't go there. But a boy says now to me, say, cocoa in your respect. <laughs> Some of the difficulties you go through is what makes the blessings of God meaningful to you. Yes, our blessings no one but we despise, we destroy me. And then he begins to give us this one. It will take a lot of time when we come to the king's daughters. 
Now, when we came to the marriage supper, you remember the ten virgins? There is the wedding, and there is the wedding feast. I hope you know that there is no between wedding and reception. There are those who come to the wedding as wedding guests. Why? Because the Bible says that they ask them, why have you not dressed well? There is no bride who doesn't dress well. Until you dress well, you don't come from the chambers. So that same wedding, some are coming as the bride. Some are coming as the guest of the bride, yet we are all part of the church. <laughs> so he began to describe the king's daughters. Jesus Christ, at the time he will have the coronation of the wedding with, his, with the church, not every Christian will be there. Some will be the five foolish virgins who couldn't enter the wedding feast. They'll be asked to go back. And they'll be tried through the, 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 the tribulation till they are matured for them. And some will come in as the bride. They are the ones coming to marry. And some will come in as witnesses of the wedding. Yet we are all part of the church. So he's coming to describe these type of girls that make up the church as one unit. King's, king's, king's daughters. Now there was noble girls, people from royal homes trained. You see what they did to Esther in the house of the king, that type of trained to marry. Say they are part of the company. Then he says, they are also honorable women. Mm. They say at your right hand, stands the queen. This is the bride. But they are king's daughters. Honorable women and the bride. The bride is, you say we are going to build with wood, hay, straw, chaff, silver, gold. There are only three metals, silver, sorry, gold, silver, and then wood. They are the ones that are the hay and chaff, they are driven away. Wood will burn through fire, but at least there will be ashes. Silver will melt and change structure. But gold will be refined through fire. It is only what gold, when we build with gold, that we qualify to be in this company. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire. Now, this building with gold, we have explanation for it. Silver means redemption. And wood means corruption. You had so many people you hated, but you made it to heaven. You build with, with, with you build with wood. You forgave so many people. You build with silver. You were not offended. You build with gold. Don't worry, don't worry. You are forgiving you. You are not the highest. Hope. Forgiveness is not the highest. Hope. The highest is not offended. 
just say, Utia and Nasumpuanunu. He's too busy in the things of God that when we, also, brother, what you did for, forgive me. So, what did I do? So, what I did against you, forgive me. He said, What did you do? Oh, the last time I stood on your feet. So, when? nothing shall great peace have they that love you he said nothing shall offend them nothing shall offend them you can give a gift to somebody and it is not good now why you give it so that the person will give to you in return through sex through marriage if it is not because you have grabbed this girl, will you buy her Valentine gift? So you are not giving out of love, you are giving it in expectation. It's called hope. Give to people that can give you a return. That's good. And so when you do your good gift and you give it to the rich, they will pay you back. What good have you done? Paying school fees, say God will bless you. He will bless you, but you are doing it out of responsibility. It's a building with silver. Building with gold is when you are paying somebody's school fees, you don't even know them. For them to say, Come, let's go and thank you. How many of you have read the Proverbs Woman? No, but this time, if you have not finished progress, you are getting little. Who be here with On her lips is the law of kindness. Do you know that the Bible says there is a woman who cooks for her servant? What she may servant at refuge, and no, 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 the Anyama may servant. Meanwhile, she is the wife. She's called the virtuous woman who can fight. She wakes up early and serves her house. So when Jesus is having the wedding, some Christians will come in as guests. Some will not be allowed to even enter. So they didn't even see the wedding. They are the foolish virgins. The, the marriage will happen in heaven, not on this earth. And it will happen after the first rapture. The Christians that will be part of the rapture, some will go in as the bride, some will go in as witnesses. Whereas the rest of the church that are suffering will be on this earth. And the good that the people on this earth does, sorry, do to these people, the nations shall be divided into goats and sheep. The sheep are those who were kind to Christians that were left behind. All the middle walls are broken. Very soon, we know those who are Christians and those who are not. So that when the Christians are left behind, we will know them. Yeah. And those who do good to the Christians, he says, I was naked, you clothed me. I was hungry, you fed me. The president imprisoned me for preaching the gospel. You visited me. In that you have done to the list of Christians who were left behind in the rapture, you did it unto me, Jesus Christ. Enter into the joy of the Father. 
the joy of the father is a place of training. It's a form of salvation. That salvation is by works. You have to be taken through the refiner's fire, prunings, until all elements of earthliness leaves you because you never had the chance to walk with the Holy Spirit. The rapture has already happened. And salvation is no more by faith. It will be by, it's no more by grace. It will be by works as you did to the Christians. And that's how the nations, the goings, the Gentiles will be saved. But the Christians, they carry themselves salvation, redemption. They were saved by grace, but they were left behind. Number one, because they were not virgins. They did not live their lives unto God. The king's daughters are among your honorable women. And at your right hand stands the queen in gold from offer. Continue. Listen, oh daughter. Oh daughter. In consider and incline your ear. Forget your own people. This message, if we try it, we will not leave this place. Now, when he said daughter, he's not talking about women, he's talking about the church. Now, all of us are part, right now, all of us are sisters. God, the church is a woman. So, God is saying that number one, we should incline our ears and forget our own people. to work so that I can build a nice house for my father. I want to do this so that my wife can be. It is powerful. But seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and let God build a house for them. For them. For them. Look at the next verse. And it says, forget your people and your father's house. So the King will greatly desire your beauty because he is your Lord. Worship him. And the daughter of Tar, the daughter of Tar will come with a gift. The queen in offer has already been presented. So, who is this daughter of Tar? At wedding, the bride does not give gift to the groom. The bride has that is, represents herself as the gift. So who is this woman from Tar? It says the rich among the people will seek your favor. Then he talk about the royal daughter is all glorious within the palace. Now, who is this royal daughter? It's not the bride. You know royalty. There is a difference between a prince and a king. There is a difference between a queen and a princess. A princess is a queen in waiting. Is somebody who will one day become a king, but he's not the king yet. These are different categories of believers in church. 
they say her clothing is woven with gold. Oh. It says she shall be brought to the king in robes of many colors. The virgins, her companions. Okay. If the bride has companions, we call them bridesmaids. Then the bridesmaids are not those who are coming to marry. So there is the bride and her companions. Now, just listen carefully. When the Bible spoke about the ten virgins, what were they coming to do? They said they were coming for a wedding. Is that not the case? So they were not those coming to marry. They were coming to witness a marriage. They are the virgins he's talking about here. So there will be a representative bride. They will represent the rest of the church. And they will stand in as the wife and marry for the rest of the church. It should be there. Now, apart from the marriage feast, the marriage, there's also the marriage feast. The marriage feast is the dinner. That will be done after the wedding. Now, everybody will be there. All these girls we are talking about, they will be there. But of course, those who are left behind will not be there. And that's where we are going to feast. It's not eating. It's not physical food. We are going to eat into the inmost being of God. That's where God is going to show us his secrets. That the hidden things is for God. He's going to show it to us. It will happen in a space of seven years. After the seven years, then the Lord will come with ten thousands of his saints to execute vengeance on this earth. Imagine God is taking seven years to teach you in heaven and will come with Jesus Christ to reign on this earth for a thousand years. At this time, the tribulation is over. The Antichrist has been destroyed. And then Jesus ruled this a thousand years. That's when we see the parable, good and faithful servant, you have been faithful, as the ruler of ten cities. So Accra, Kumasi, Sinyane, Tamale, Bolga, Koforidia, Cape Coast, all of them, you are the one going to rule over those cities in the stead of Christ. And Jesus Christ will be in Jerusalem, the headquarters of the world. In that the men will hold the garment of somebody who is a Jew. So we have heard God is in your midst. Let us go and worship. In that time, people will die hundred years and they say a baby has died. The sun will increase sevenfold and it will not burn. And after the thousand years of Christ's reign, the devil will be loosed again to come and deceive the earth for a thousand years and will go back to heaven. And after that, the devil has ruled for a thousand years. Then the devil is finally captured and thrown into hell. That is when men will be judged and be taken to hell. So when you die and you are not born again, you have a lot to go through. (laughs) 
now this is the revelation of the glory of Christ. Look at the next verse. He said, with gladness and rejoicing, they shall be brought. They shall enter the king's palace. <laughs> That's heaven. And this palace is where the dinner is going to go on. The evening feast. This is where it will be held. The night comes when no man can work. In that night, we are going to have this dinner. And time shall be a curtain. And men cannot behold the eternal realms. Time will be a curtain that will cover the room so that men cannot behold it. And inside it, things that were not lawful for men to utter shall be a composition on the tongue of men. We shall utter mysteries and declare eternal glory. May the Lord bless you. May he increase you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.